Welcome to the Sports Report for Tuesday, January 23rd. I'm Mark Daniels. Green Bay Packers bid adieu to the 2023 season. As players cleaned out their lockers, head coach Matt LaFleur held a season-ending press conference a couple of days after the tough exit at the hands of the San Francisco 49ers. A winnable game, but the Packers fall 24-21 in the divisional round Saturday night at Levi Stadium. And Coach LaFleur stressed that to his players. This young team had zero expectations going into the campaign, but they reached the Elite Eight in one year, and that could change things. Yeah, I think, uh, and that's one of the things I reiterated to our guys, is just understand the expectations going into this season are not going to be the same expectations going into next season. And they've earned that. But with that... You better put in the work because nothing's guaranteed. So we they're going to have to get to work here quickly. Give a, give a couple days to decompress and then get back on the grind. Yeah, that grind will begin soon enough. But there's some other issues that LaFleur's got to think about. Offensively, as good as that unit performed down the stretch, like wide receiver Christian Watson. LaFleur says they've got to solve the Watson hamstring mystery. Yeah, we have a plan. We have a plan in place. I know Flea's been been diligent working on that in terms of going to different places to do all the scans and whatever we need to do. And certainly Christian's going to be a big part of that process. Just, yeah, that's something that we need to figure out because he's an impact player. Uh, his ability to make plays for us, explosive plays. I mean, we're better when he's on the grass. He's just not on the grass a whole lot. He had a pair of hamstring injuries this season, and Watson says he's already working on his hammy improvement project. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I have, you know, kind of set, you know, what I want to do uh, to get it done. Obviously, you know, the time frame and, and you know, when I'm going to, you know, go out and do the things is still um, – you know, not really set in stone, but, uh, you know, I'm trying to get it uh, figured out as soon as possible so I can, you know, make my plan for the rest of the offseason uh, to kind of, you know, formulate it around that. So, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm getting it all figured out. Okay. And there's some questions on the offensive line as well. The David Bakhtiari debate. Are you going to let that big contract go after he played only one game before another major knee injury? Are you going to bring him back? Matt, you're going to restructure him? I think everything's all that's possible. Um I mean, he's a hell of a player, right? He is a hell of a player. Uh, and he had a, a big-time injury. So I'm sure we'll evaluate that, get more information, talk to Dave, and some of those decisions will be made in the near future. Well, Rasheed Walker became a legit starting left tackle as this season went on, and Walker says that only reaffirmed his belief. I always like knew. I had no doubt that yeah. I couldn't. I had no doubt that I couldn't do it. I always knew I was a good player, but it just took time to, you know, just get acclimated. Because, you know, the whole team, we were were trying to all gel together as a whole offense. So once we all started clicking, I feel like it got to um, bring out the best of everybody. Parting is sweet sorrow in that locker room as the guys uh, packed uh, things and then headed for home. Uh, One John Runyon has an uncertain future leaving Lambeau. He's played his four years on his original rookie contract that will come due in March. Just had some meetings with some of the coaches. Like they said, they like me, they appreciate me, they, they want me back, see how it goes, but I don't really think necessarily the, that's going to be up to you know the position coaches and their call. It's going to come up from a little higher up than that. And I love my four years here. It was a good time. 
And Runyon's been a starter almost from day one, but this season he split time at right guard with Sean Ryan, who got increasingly more snaps as the season went on. Runyon may see some handwriting on the wall, but he wanted to be clear, even though he got a bit emotional. This is wearing the G is special. Just the brotherhood. This unreal. This organization. Everybody inside. Um, the people out of the facility. The, the fans. It's a special place. Um, met some really good people here. I hope I don't leave. It was a good time. I really appreciate it. John's playing football somewhere next season and in Green Bay if it works out. He's a good one. Elsewhere in the NFL, the Tennessee Titans have landed their uh, successor to Mike Vrabel. ESPN reporting the Bengals offensive coordinator Brian Callahan will become the Titans' new head coach. Spent five years drawing up the offense for head coach Zach Taylor and Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Bears turning to Shane Waldron as their offensive coordinator. Last three years in Seattle, also spent time with Sean McVay and the Rams. He replaced his former Packer assistant, Luke Getze. Philadelphia Eagles going to visit with Ron Rivera, the former Commanders head coach, for their opening at defensive coordinator. L.A. Chargers planning a second interview with Michigan's head coach, Jim Harbaugh. And the Carolina Panthers have promoted Dan Morgan. Assistant GM to the new general manager and president of football operations. Morgan, former number one draft choice at linebacker at the University of Miami, played seven years with the Panthers. He also spent time with the Buffalo Bills in their player personnel department. To the NBA, where the Milwaukee Bucks completed a two-game sweep of the Detroit Pistons in the Motor City, winning 122-113. to 113. Giannis Denikupo, 31 points, 17 rebounds, 10 assists, another triple-double for the Greek freak who uh, helped the Bucks finish this game on a 15-3 run. We just know how to play with one another. We know how to execute down the stretch. And at the end of the day, sometimes you go make shots, which today we made some shots. Uh, but at the end of the day, as I said, we, we're getting clean looks down the stretch, and that's all you can ask for. Chris Middleton knocking down some shots. He finished with 26 points, and that was enough to move past Glenn Big Dog Robinson to become number three on the Milwaukee Bucks all-time scoring list. Middleton said it was kind of neat to do it in the city where his career began. It means a lot, just, you know, the work that I've been in from where I started, you know, literally started here in a different building. Um, but knowing that, you know, I didn't give up on myself once I got traded, you know, during tough times, I stayed with it. Um, had belief in myself, belief in my teammates around me and my coaches. Um, so a lot of credit goes to them also by feeding me that confidence. Um, you know, I'm thankful, thankful for these moments. He's given Buck fans plenty of moments. Milwaukee now 30-13. and 13. They'll be coming back home to take on the Cleveland Cavaliers in another odd two-game set at Pfizer Forum. Cleveland spanked the Bucks by 40 last week. Cavaliers will come in off a 126-99 win over the Orlando Magic. Philadelphia beat San Antonio 133-123. MVP Joel Embiid going off for 70 points. And that breaks the 76ers franchise record set by Will Chamberlain, who put up 68 Against the Bulls back in 1967. Oh, that 100-point game for Chamberlain? That was with the Philadelphia Warriors, if you'll recall. But Embiid says breaking any record with Wilt's name on it is something. You know, as far as, you know, everything. I mean, the history of this league and basketball in general. So, uh, to be in the, you know, same conversation. I mean, that's, you know, that's pretty, it's pretty cool. 
Another huge scoring night. Carl Anthony Towns with 62, but it came in a loss. Charlotte beating Minnesota 128-125. to Memphis knocked off Toronto 108-100. Boston gets 39 from Jason Tatum. Celtics beat Dallas 119-110. Boston an NBA best 34-10 and on the season. Phoenix gets 43 points from Kevin Durant, including the game-winning hoop with 1.6 seconds left in a 115-113 win over Chicago. Sacramento knocked off Atlanta 122-107. College basketball number three, North Carolina beat Wake Forest 85-64. Fourth-ranked Kansas beating Cincinnati 74-69. The 10th-ranked Wisconsin Badgers in this week's coaches poll lead the Big Ten at 6-1, 14-4 overall. They're back on the floor at Minnesota on Tuesday night. John Blackwell of the Badgers named the Big Ten Freshman of the Week for the third time this season. Green Bay Phoenix freshman forward Marcus Hall, the Horizon League freshman of the week, averaged nine and a half points, seven and a half rebounds in a one and one road trip last week for the Phoenix. Uh, that makes two weeks in a row. David Douglas Jr. won the Freshman of the Week award last week in the Horizon League. At the Australian Open Tennis Championships, Novak Djokovic into the semifinals. A straight-set victory over American Taylor Fritz. Carlos Alcaraz also advancing to the Final Four, as did number 4 seed Coco Goff on the women's side. Baseball notes, some relief pitchers are making news. Josh Hader signing a free agent deal, making him the highest-paid reliever in baseball. Looking up with the Houston Astros after leaving the San Diego Padres, the one-time Brewer getting big money in that deal. And Aroldis Chapman is signed with the Pittsburgh Pirates. He helped the Texas Rangers win it all last season. And a sad note in baseball, especially for Cub fans, Ryan Sandberg, Hall of Fame second baseman, diagnosed with metastatic prostate cancer. He made the announcement himself on social media, says he's already undergoing treatment. A 10-time All-Star, Ryan Sandberg, 64 years of age. Wish him the best. In the National Hockey League, Boston Bruins made it five in a row, beating the Winnipeg Jets 4-1. New Jersey overtime, Vegas 6-5. Tyler Toffoli with the game-winning goal. Florida beat Nashville 4-1, Arizona over Pittsburgh 5-2, Vancouver blanking Chicago 2-0, and the San Jose Sharks get by the LA Kings 4-3 in a shootout. And there's your sports report. I'm Mark Daniels.